Yeah, I'm gonna grab uh, water. It's a good idea. I have tea. I'm I'm beating you. That sounds nice. That sounds nice. That's nice. It is nice. It's very, very nice. nice. It's very nice. Very Thank you. nice. Welcome to Game Life Balance US, a lifestyle podcast about how to be a grown-up gamer and still go to work and get sleep. With your hosts, Cody Goff, and Jonathan Martin. You're going to be my meat in my Jonathan sandwich. Check out our website at gamelifebalance.us, where you can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, YouTube, and more. I'm Amos, host of Undaunted, a proud member of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual host. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com and get ready, because geekiness begins in 3, 2, 1. Hello? Yeah. Hello? I... Hello? Who is this? I'm here. I don't remember you. This is Jonathan Martin, one of the two hosts of Game Life Balance US. I remember that good-looking chap Cody with his hair. Can you be- So it's been a long it has been a long time. It has been a very long time. Can you believe that we had our first black president <laughs> since we were gone and then Donald Trump was elected president 37 years ago? Can you believe that happened since we've been gone on hiatus? That's roughly how long it's it's been I, you went on hiatus. I tried well, I didn't try very hard, but I I did a couple episodes while you were gone. But you, if I, my records are correct, you have not actually been on your own podcast for nearly aught five months. I believe June, that would be about 11 fortnights, right? I'm trying to bring it into the zeitgeist of current video games. Well, I'm not, oh gosh, I don't even know how many zeitgeists that is. That's probably three zeitgeists, 12 fortnights. Okay, well, one Scaramucci is 10 days. So if we've got six months, that's roughly 180 days. That's about 18 Scaramucci's, right? Yeah, and if it's three fortnights, then how many Overwatches is that? I started playing Overwatch. I should add that to the list. <laughs> you should add that to the show we have notes. A, we have a we have of a the lot episode to talk about. that uh, the, oh I didn't tell you either. I have to be done by nine fifteen, so this won't be this is a hour long extravaganza. We, extravaganza. Really, when you come back, we can only celebrate with forty seven thirty seven to forty seven minutes of of joy. That's about it. Will you please explain? yourself john where have you been why did you go away why did you leave our listeners hanging so for those of you that tuned in the last time that i was here you probably remember maybe you don't remember but my wife was pregnant pray go i think i think now i'm supposed to say we were pregnant right isn't it it's a communal thing did you say that have you i did no we did we did say that when we were talking about about the pregnancy we definitely said that to people that like we we're pregnant that's just i think it's and i don't know if i didn't know if it was a minnesota thing because they do some weird stuff up here and they say some weird things but i think it might kind of be just a general like a generally accepted colloquialism now that you say like we like we are pregnant because it's a you know it's a joint effort i played about a 50 percent role in uh in that entire pregnancy that's not true I, it wasn't even actually close to 50%. Um, but my wife was pregnant. We were pregnant. And she had our baby 
six weeks early. So we were not prepared at the time when it happened in Not June. only did your new child arrive six weeks early, but if I recall correctly... We had recorded that night. This labor began about two hours after we finished recording the last episode you were on. That's or right. one hour? So it was that... No, it was that it was that night making my I think my wife believes that you did play some part in that. So well done. <laughs> I think I like to believe that too. And that's why you named your son yeah, Cody, yeah. obviously. Cody That's right. Life Balance, Martin. That's right. Actually actually that name wasn't on the list. Mm. So uh we I we'd had some other friend names on the list. Uh Cody was not one mm. of them. Goff was though. Goff Martin was a possibility for uh for a name. I mean that's We've all been there. Yeah. So I could tell you the, st- the story. I can tell it to you briefly if you'd like. Is it good and if or you... is it a typical bad John story? I would say it's better than a typical bad John story, but that doesn't make it good. <laughs> well, briefly how'd it go, but then I want to hear what it's been like balancing yeah. parent balance game life right. US. I'll go, f- I'll go fast-ish. So... <laughs> It started back last August. We, I'm just kidding. So we, it, was, it was June 13th. We had just finished recording. It was actually June 12th. We had just finished recording an episode. Casey had been getting like really uncomfortable and had been sleeping down on the couch because she needed, she needed like support on her back, right? Um, because she was just very uncomfortable all the time. So she was downstairs and I was upstairs. Uh, it was about 1230 at night. Obviously, Max is in bed in his bedroom. And I get a phone call from her. I'm obviously in bed and she's calling me on my phone and she goes, I think my water just broke. And I said, oh, okay. So I walked downstairs and uh, sure enough, her water had definitely broke, uh, broken. And so um, we called her mom. Her mom, God love her, was over there as fast as she could be in like an hour. Wait, Max is her mom wo- like a doctor or something? No, but we had Max sleeping. So oh. we didn't want to br- wake up and bring Max to the hospital if we didn't have to. And we were just kind of going based on our on our first labor, which Casey was in labor for 28 hours or something like that. So we just assumed we had like plenty of time, right? So Cindy comes over and uh, she got there in about an hour. And at this point, Casey's already having some pretty considerable contractions so it's like we have to go like we have to go immediately now because this baby is coming very soon and so we go to the hospital which is thankfully like 10 to 15 minutes away and they wheel us you know we go to the maternity ward and they check us in and Casey's pretty miserable at this point because she's having pretty regular contractions and we get into the kind of like the it's the intake room so it's this tiny little room with you know a bed a single chair by the bedside um, and it has enough room for probably two two attendants in there. It's just it, it's meant to like check you in, get your initial vitals, get your initial examination. They have them like check your cervix, things like that. Not my cervix. They didn't check my cervix. I was felt kind of gypped by this, but they checked her cervix. Well, I had checked your cervix on the podcast earlier, right? And so that's why I I wasn't that slighted, and I didn't bring it up during the actual examination. So. They they got done with the initial kind of the initial assessment and the OBGYN came in and she was like, Well, you are already at at basically a ten 
and uh, for for those of you that have had kids that are listening to this podcast, ten is ten is the the most dilated that a woman will be before a baby comes out. It is basically it basically means the baby is coming like imminently, uh, and and also she was a hundred percent effaced, which again is a is a term related to pregnancy. But it basically means that it's like time, it's go time. She hadn't had any pain meds, nothing. So the doctor was like, well, I think we're gonna have a baby like right now. Like, and I mean like right now, like in this tiny little room <laughs> right now. So Casey and I look at each other because this is very unlike our first birth story. The first birth story went for 28 hours. She pushed for like six of it. And then we ended up getting a C-section anyway. So Casey had a contraction, she pushed really hard. And then the doctor came back in and checked again. And she's like, well, actually you're not quite a hundred percent yet we're gonna need to give it a little time like what do you want to do so we had a scheduled c-section for you know like five weeks down the road because remember we're six weeks early so um they wheeled us in got us all set up um henry came out he was uh he was like he, he looked healthy, he was pink, he was crying, which that's the biggest thing you're concerned about at a 34-week gestation is like their lungs not being fully developed. But he came out crying, a little gurgly, but but they were like, hey, he's good. Um, but when, when, it's a, when it's a preemie like that, they have to basically take him away immediately. So um, they're like, okay, dad, like come over here, say hi, and now we have to go. That was pretty much how, how that happened. So... Um, that was pretty standard. There were like nothing in in that like minute and a half that I had next to Henry. They were basically like, he looks great. Everything looks fine. There, we have no reason to worry at all. He had did well on his APGAR scores, which is something that they use to assess breathing. So we're, we have to take him to the NICU just to make sure he's okay, hook him up and everything, but he looks great. So they took him out. Casey was like totally out of it at this point because she's drugged up. Um, and, and she... And she was just like, is he, is he like, okay, that was kind of the conversation we had in two sentences. And then that was it. It was about the last time we talked for a while. She, she, was, to- she was totally out. She was on some pretty heavy medication, right, to be out. And they're like, she's totally stable. Everything is fine. Like, you're, you're good, basically. Everything is going to be all right. And I, they had set up a bed for me in the room. And I sat down. And within like f- probably five minutes, three minutes maybe, I was asleep. And I woke up at about 10.30 in the morning and Casey's mom was there just in the room. And I like turned over and freaked out because it was a pretty like everything kind of happened very quickly in my head in terms of like, oh, my God, like I remember exactly what happened last night now. And then we just kind of over the course of the next it was a week of um, Henry in the NICU before we could take him home. And they had us basically they had us stay in the hospital. They have a boarding program where they've got an empty room. You can just stay there for free if you've got a kid in the NICU, which is really cool. A lot of hospitals do that. Um, and so we just hung out uh, in that room and we went down and hung out with Henry whenever we could and Case got Casey up and moving around. Um, and uh, then we went home and everything was good. You know, they should really set up a podcast studio in that room, in that free room. And then that way, like if you're if you're staying for a week because you got a kid, and I had all this time. That's a right. really good point. I had all this time. We could have pounded out three months of episodes. No one would have missed you. Yeah, in the can, as they say, we could have had them in the can. Could have got some tape, got some tape, put it on the cutting I, room floor, get it in the yes. can. I don't know those. I knew in the can. That's what I knew. Um, and so that's what I did. You had like three kids when I was gone. Seven. You had an even. <laughs> 
seven kids in even more eventful six months. I don't even know how that's possible. Yeah. But it is. Yeah. It is. It's impressive. Well, one is a detective already. Uh, a Detective Pikachu. A Detective Pikachu. That trailer right. did drop. That was that was my life. That was my life for for that night. And then, um, you know, I've and we'll talk we'll talk about this once we start to actually get into into balancing. But um, talking about talking about balancing. But I got to play a lot of video games, especially like even on maternity leave and everything. But the the reason why some like uh, recording didn't happen is because with with having a, a, a new baby there's time there's extra time like there's there's a normal amount of like free time but it is punctuated very frequently with like distraction so i was able to play video games but i had to be able to put them down every 15 minutes right if i needed to like there was no stretch of time that i could sit with you for up to six hours which is what this episode's going to be yeah seven Right, so this is seven-hour episode we're about to record. One for each I just, kid that I've had. Right, there just wasn't enough time ever, up until the past couple of weeks, to sit down with a big chunk of time, and just kind of, you know, kind of have that. In terms of your balancing act, your game life balance, is that was that your preferred way of unwinding during the the early parenting process, or did you binge watch Netflix shows with Casey? We did that. Casey slept slept a lot. Um, to recover also um, just with 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 nursing right yeah you must have been exhausted after all that nursing you had to I do I was I was let me tell I still am I still am. I am just drained like both literally and figuratively both literally and figuratively yeah exactly exactly which literally means figuratively now so I could have probably killed two birds with one stone and just said literally I think I'll choose to say both. So yeah, I'm drained both literally and figuratively from the amount of nursing I've had to do. Could anyway, kill those birds in the can, or would you put them in the can or kill them with the can? She slept basically any chance that she got, and so when she was sleeping, I was I was playing video games. Got it. So solitary activities maybe more the default during the uh, except when she was you know when when she was awake and we were spending time together, or I was spending time with Henry or etc. That obviously we were doing stuff together i can't remember what shows we watched they obviously we definitely watched some shows when she was on maternity leave but they were not memorable because i i literally can't even remember what we watched the first maternity leave with max we watched like all of the first two seasons or three seasons of house of cards so that i remember very clearly but that was also a very good show at the time um i cannot believe you would say that the star of that show is a rapist no, he is. He's a terrible person. Wait, is that what he did? He coerced young men into having sex with him. Oh, God. I thought he just, like, harassed one or two people. Not that that's good, but that's a little less no. horrifying. No, he, he coerced young men to have sex with him or to give him to give him oral sex or to perform oral sex on them. I can't remember. Either way, he, he definitely raped some people. Kevin Spacey's who we're talking about. Yeah, he definitely raped some people. So um, how did he not get a, whatever? That's a whole the, different thing. But the I, thing is, the thing is, is that show that show because Hollywood is a gross place. That's why it's a disgusting place. Harvey Weinstein can go for forty five years. Yeah, like you know, he can't even remember the number of people. Anyway, um, so that show was great without that context. Now it's not. Like now it's it would be hard for me to watch that show and not kind of 
kind of be able to frame it in in that way uh, sure. and so feel good about watching my, it. But anyway. I'm, it sounds to me like this maternity, paternity leave was similar to your first one, but you also had the added dimension of having a, what, three-year-old? Yes, four-year-old. He's three? Four. He's, He's four, four, right? He's so four. did did that... How did that make it different? Because it sounds to me like you're like, okay, well, we slept when we could and we played video games in between, but that sounds like your first one. But you also have a four-year-old. Is he just like so integrated into your life now or like maybe like self-sufficient or self-aware that you just don't need to... He's, he so he, so he, he has... He was in like a school program um, and so he was gone for for most of the days at that. Right. Um, at, least for, at least for a while. Um, we also had a nanny. So Henry was supposed to come at the end of July, early August, and Max was going to have a nanny the whole summer. Well, the nanny had started like a, just a couple of weeks previously, and then we had Henry. So we had this huge stretch of like our plans changed quite a bit because it was going to kind of be the nanny was going to be there for just a couple of weeks before actual school started for Max, and then I was going to be on paternity leave with Casey. Max would be at school every day and it would just be us at home. Well, it obviously didn't work out that way. So we had the nanny over kind of hanging out with Max, doing stuff with Max over the course of the day while I was helping with Henry. It was kind of how, what that was kind of what that looked like. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm just curious how you were balancing the games in your life and U.S. We balance all three of those things in this podcast. Yes, I did balance the U.S. as well. Well, I'm glad your son is happy and healthy. Well, presumably happy. He's crazy happy. He is... I remember Max being an easy baby. Henry is is the easiest baby. He's cr- It's crazy. It's crazy. Just, like, sleeps a lot and smiles and giggles and doesn't scream as much? Doesn't scream at all. Smiles and giggles all the time. He sleeps... He basically sleeps through the night. He'll wake up, like, one time now on some nights. Other nights he'll sleep through the night. Wow. Um, he doesn't nap super well, but he never, he like never cries. So he's never upset. He never cries. He's just, usually he's just like hanging out. He's starting to get some teeth. And so there's a lot of drooling and gnawing on everything. Like everything he can get his hands on now. He also has, since the day he was born, has spit up basically every time he eats. So there's a lot of laundry there's a lot of laundry there was mm. already going to be a lot of laundry but now there's even more laundry there's a lot of laundry all right now i know that a lot of the new refrigerators these days have literal web browsers on the console on the screen you've seen this is that, right is that true yes it is true wait really like they actually have web bro why would you need a web br- so i know why would you need a web browser? I don't know. There are smart fridges with apps. I know that Chris from the Gonna Geek Network, from the Gonna Geek podcast, GunnaGeek.com podcast, has actually pulled up the GunnaGeek.com website on his refrigerator because I've seen pictures of it on the Discord. Okay, so I knew that there were apps because you're supposed to be able to like see your you're supposed to be able to like see your your what what you have in your fridge, right? Like or catalog it or something. So I knew that that was like a thing. Um, I didn't know that you needed the internet on your fridge. What do you need it for? Is it you like put Netflix on your fridge while you're cooking or something? Uh, probably. You watch TV. You watch TV on your fridge? I don't know. That's what I was going to ask you. If you have a smart laundry machine where now you can play Hearthstone on a touchscreen interface. One, while you're I doing would your... not play Hearthstone 
Period. I wouldn't play Hearthstone, period. <laughs> Neither would I. Yeah. Believe me, so I have not reinstalled it. Sorry, long-time so listeners, you're not going to hear me relapse into more Hearthstone reviews. No, so that's number one. Number uh, number two, we do not have any smart appliances. No smart appliances. We don't have a single smart appliance. My hmm. appliances are dumb. That's fine. I was just wondering if, because, uh, you know, the the game life appliance parenting united states balancing out of those four things it's it's all over the place one last thing i'll say and then we can talk about me some more having two kids is there is so i'm i leave at 7 15 in the morning i get back at about 6 15 every single day during the week there is like a mad sprint to get both kids fed kind of like hung out with a little bit and then in bed by 7 30 and then there's like bottle washing and stuff that needs to happen after that. And then like the wind down for me is now between eight and eight fifteen to 10. And then it's bedtime at 10 up at four. That's like, it is, it is standard routine almost every single day of the week now, except for weekends, obviously it is ingra- It is ingrained. Now it is the way that it works. It is the, the, my, that is the way my world works now. And you can function properly that way. Yeah, I th- yeah, I still run every day. Yeah, man, you've been crushing it. Didn't you run like ten miles or something, or like twenty miles? I did. I ran. T- I ran ten. I did not run twenty. Maybe That's incredible. I'll never run twenty. I'll probably never run twenty. But yeah, no, I ran ten. It was awesome. Are you gonna do a half marathon at any point? I feel like that's about where I want to stop. I think that seems that feels like. First of all, it feels like a goal that I'm close to. So I wouldn't need a ton of extra training. And second, I feel like I just, I don't, I wouldn't want to try to go more than that. It's such a time commitment to do it. Just practicing is like a three hour thing. Yeah. And so I don't like, I don't think I want to do that. Um, anyway, yeah. So I'm still like running every day and the, but, but it is, there are days where I'm tired. <laughs> I feel like you are somehow able to fit more into your day than I am. And you have like kids. But my t- the tasks that I'm dealing with seem very, like, banal uh, to your average person. I'm not going to things like bar trivia, right? Which I know is something you get to do. Sometimes. Frequently. Like, I'm, I'm literally coming home. We, we scramble for dinner. We clean up. And then it's, it's like an hour and a half to myself before bed. Or with Casey before bed. I mean, it's like... It is... It's a, having kids is like a, it's a totally different world. It really is. It's a totally different world. Yeah. So when you get away, it's like, but you just like learn, you just learn to, to like, you learn that that is, I don't know. You would, you just, you would do anything for them. So it's like, it's a, it's really hard to explain. I wouldn't trade it for anything, but it's so like, it's just, it's, it's boring. I'm like a boring suburban dad is what I've turned. It's what I am. That's what I've like turned into. Like I get excited when I can go see a movie with friends like once a month. We like or my friends or friends come over and we watch a horror movie. Or you know, Casey's been really good about um because all of our friends don't live in Minnesota. She's been really good about having people letting people, my friends come over for like a weekend here and there. Yeah, you um, had a second Martin Con. Uh longtime listeners will know that John hosts a impromptu informal gaming convention at his house once a year over Mem- Labor Day weekend. It's always over Memorial Day. Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. And 
he announced a Martin Con too. So somehow you were able to host people in October, which I regrettably had to miss. I don't remember why. Yeah, and it was actually Casey's idea. She was, uh, you know, she she was like, I know you're missing Gen Con, so like you should do this. Right. And you can listen to one of our more recent episodes, two or three episodes ago. I did do a full Gen Con board game review extravaganza. It was a solo episode. And uh, I've got lots of links in our show notes. Um, Those are all Amazon affiliate links, by the way. So if you listen to that episode and you purchase any of the games that I talk about from one of the links on GameLifeBalance.us, then we will get it like It feeds a, directly into Cody's bank account. It, it just drops cash in there. It Some helps fat stacks compensate for the web hosting costs of this podcast, which we have never broken even on. I, I invest, I spend like 50 or, I spend between 15 and $100 a year on our web hosting, basically. So... Like, I've never made that back. So since we started on Qualified and you've given me, we've split it a few times, but like, I just think I just stopped asking you for money at one point. But, but like between John and me, we have dumped like, let's say between 15 and 100 bucks a year on this podcast since Unqualified Gamers in like 2011 or something. 11, yeah. Six or seven years. So probably like over the last decade or so, we've probably sunk like five to 700 bucks into the show, which is fine. Um, we don't have advertisers. We've never like earned that back. So, but if you want to be our advertiser, we're willing to shill. We're totally willing to shill. Oh my god, for I'm real. willing to shill. But at Gen Con, the, the Gen Con episode and the Martin Con episodes, like any board game review episodes we do, we're just talking about the games we love, and then I'll also throw the links in the show notes after the fact. But we're not like. It's not like we're picking what games no. to talk about because we're trying to sell them. I, I just right. it's one leads to the other. So um, that was kind of a long, weird sales pitch thing there, unnecessarily. But uh, I no, I, like I, to, I think what Cody's saying is, if we tell you to buy something, it's because we love it. Yeah, right. I mean, we're not going to tell you to unless you uh, unless you want us to shill for you. But but we would we would tell you that up front if it was an actual advertisement guys yeah it's actually a law actually so the daily podcast i do for curiosity.com curiosity daily uh, that pays my bills listen to it like some like and subscribe uh curiosity (laughs) daily we we got some like notice uh, from i don't even know someone but legally at the start of our uh advertisers now we have to say today's episode is sponsored by you have to do a very very clear delineation and that's why some shows you'll hear npr actually puts music different music beds underneath its ads so if you're ever like wow this is blatantly an advertisement that's because legally it has to really be be obvious that it's an advertisement so you would know if if john and i were trying to sell you something but we're not because like i said we're not making anything except for those amazon links on gamelifebalance.us yeah that's right so yeah well done yeah um speaking of i mentioned gonna geek and maybe some other stuff i want to give a quick shout out just in the middle of this episode i got like 10 minutes gotta i want to give a quick shout out to game life balance australia particularly ac a game life balance australia and chess from plus seven intelligence which is another really cool podcast and also a shout out to the gonna geek folks especially stargate pioneer steven the guy that runs the gonna geek network and chris all of those guys have given feedback that they wanted our show to come back and like 
I'll be honest, my day job has been insane, and I know that John's parenting has been insane. So, like, I don't think either of us have been have been desperately trying to like find a way claw our way back onto the podcast because like we're just really busy yeah i've definitely missed it but the it just you know the weeks just they slip by crazy fast now like they just i like i can't believe it's already november right i mean so it was i would have loved to have done it sooner but it was just there's just no time it was right just no, no time. same here and that, like, there were occasionally times where I'd be like well I could message John we could maybe fit it in this Thursday after this thing I have Wednesday night and then this weekend I'm traveling for work and blah, blah. but like you know it's it was one of those like no we're I'm our schedules are pretty packed we can just maybe hold off another couple weeks unfortunately that kind of spiraled out of control and we went five months without yeah, a that's okay. new thing but uh but I, I wanted As to say um, oh, go ahead. As usual, the as usual, winter has happened now in the Midwest, and so you will probably be seeing more of us because there's just not as much to do. That is very true. Uh, but AC and Chess and all the Gonna Geek guys and uh, everybody, everybody else that's listening. I mean, I've gotten I got a Facebook message from a WGN listener that's been listening to me with Brian Noonan since our overnights in 2008, and wow. has listened to Game Life Balance and likes our show. And I was like, oh my god. Like what? That's pretty awesome. It was awesome. So, um, yeah, feel you know, feel free to hit us up on Twitter, especially, but like, uh, you can probably find us on Facebook and other places too, and we've got emails and stuff. But gameoffbalance.us is our website, and we're back in some capacity. I would imagine we'll get another episode or two in the can before the end of the year. Uh, I well, I think I th- I would think that we're probably going to be able to be a little more consistent now. Um, why don't we, if you're cool with it, why don't we finish up by me just, since we'll just make this episode all about me. We can talk about the games that I, uh, just uh, quickly kind of the stuff that I did while I was on, while I was gone uh, on maternity leave. And then like next episode, we can pick it up with what you've been doing for five why months. Why were you on maternity leave and why are we only talking about you? I was on paternity leave. Is it pater- maternity leave? You kept saying maternity leave. Am I supposed to be on maternity leave? You're on paternity leave. So I was on paternity leave. Yeah. I was on paternity leave. So I can just talk very briefly about the stuff that I did. Uh, And then next time, let's talk about me for a change. Also, I didn't get to say any of what I've been doing in my life. Maybe that's I've what been... I just did. You not listen to what I just said? I said <laughs> let's finish up. I'll fi- I will I will put a bow on what I have done. Maybe we record in a week. You do your whole spiel of everything you've done in the past five months. We'll spend fifteen minutes or whatever it's going to take you to get through it, and then we can start doing like normal episodes after that. Let's every episode plan the second half of the episode about halfway into that's the episode i was i was throwing a curveball and that you had to be done at 9 15 tonight so that was a curveball for me it's 9 15 stop broadcast click you got me you got me i struck i struck out all right that was strike one three three strikes and you're out because it's the old root 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 for the cubbies yeah uh i finished my final fantasy marathon yeah what when except, are you going to do for Final Fantasy 15? When are you going to record more freaking reviews? Well, let me tell you, with all of this t- <laughs> with all this time that we've had to record our standard show, it's uh, easier when it's just you just t- turn on the YouTube, hit record and just be like, this is what I thought of Final Fantasy 2. I didn't like the cowboy job it's class. Fu- it's funny you say wait, I definitely didn't I'm secret class then because I totally missed out on that. Um, you say that, but 
in the, I think the two or three episodes that I've done that have been solo, I've always felt the need to like prepare for them. Is that not something you feel when you do things solo? You did one solo episode. In the six episodes that you I have done solo. You literally did one on the original I feel, I Final just, Fantasy. I feel the need to like prepare. I feel like I did another episode that wasn't Final Fantasy related by myself as well. At least one. At least probably six more, I think, roughly. In the chat, uh, Stargate Pioneer says he doesn't remember the Cowboy class either. Um, you two must have been playing an outdated version. Anyway, anyway... Uh, I always feel the need to to actually prepare, like be professional. And I don't know why, because you certainly aren't. But that it's just like, I feel like I need to prepare and like research and get my thoughts down so I don't sound like a rambling idiot like you do every time we record this podcast. Yeah. That's how that works. I'm glad we're in agreement. So when are you going to come out with your next 13 Final Fantasy? So you played, you just finished a marathon of, of well, not a marathon. I mean, you started in January, right? It was it was 1 through 12, skipping over 6. Because you had just played it. No, because we're going to play it for our Super oh. NES project that I'm sure we will pick back up again now. That's what our podcast so, is about, SNES that Classic. is what it was about for a long time. So I skipped 6 with like under that reason but i played different versions of stuff of so like final fantasy 4 i've been playing the remake for the past like three times i've played through that game that 3d remake that was came out on 3ds yeah well i went back and i played the super nes version of it this time so i tried to kind of like vary it up a little bit to see um to challenge myself a little bit i played the zodiac brave version of final fantasy 12 um how was it did they insert that storyline? That game is phenomenal. The the storyline is Star Wars. Like it doesn't it doesn't have a good story. The That's story not a, is not Star, Star Wars. I understood what was there, going on. It is Star Wars. No, it's Star Wars. There's an evil empire. There's there's a a race of beings that are pulling the strings behind the kind of like behind the scenes, just like the Sith do. I mean, it's like it is literally Star Wars. That but bad. So it's not as good. Yes, I will agree with you. The story is not the draw of that game. That game is phenomenal. Like, and I stand by that. It is one of the best Final Fantasies to me. It is, it is phenomenal. And the Zodiac Brave version of that game is better. It is a better version of that game. If you haven't played it, I would recommend playing it. Why is it better? Um, the changes that they made were very good. Just streamlined some stuff? Yeah. Well, I can talk about it in detail because I really loved that game a lot. At another at a, at, a, at another time, I'm not going to play through 13 again because I just played through it last year. I haven't decided if I'm going to play 13 two again. I might. I've just played Lightning Returns like over this summer, so I don't need to play that again. Um, the only game that I haven't played now is 15. Oh, that's the only one I haven't played. My God, and I'm so I am so nervous to actually play that game because of how mixed everything that I've read about that game is there are people that love that game that say it is one of the best in the entire series and there are far more of them far more of them i I feel like that i have read that have said that it is simply not a good game and that it is boring so you're saying they canceled the dlc because of you i didn't buy enough i didn't buy enough final fantasy 15 I should have bought more copies. I will say in Final Fantasy XV's defense, I have gone on Reddit and said a couple things, I think fair but negative about Final Fantasy XV in the Final Fantasy subreddit. And sure. surprise, surprise, there are fanatical fans there. Many people have insisted that they patched the game 
in such a way several times and added some extra stuff. To they make- added a chapter of story. Yeah. An entire chapter. So apparently the game is in a better state now than it is like more worthwhile. Right. Point. So, but but the thing is, like when I rec- when I reviewed it on this podcast, I complained a lot about it and I ranted a lot about it and I didn't really like it. And now, if you play it and you love it, you may not necessarily be able to say, "Well, Cody, you were wrong," because you will fundamentally play different versions of the game. Right. Yeah. You'll be fundamentally having a completely different experience. So, my I, experience will be the more correct one. Right. However, I however I fall on that. Agreed. But uh, anyway, that's like the next. That's down the road probably over like the holidays that's probably where i'm gonna be at in terms of what i'm playing i've played a lot of other stuff too over this over this break um but yeah that's that's kind of where i'm at you mentioned dead cells in the spreadsheet i beat dead cells what is 100, that? 140 hours later probably what is dead i probably cells? it's a roguelike side scroller that's phenomenal we were playing it at MartinCon last year the early access version of it oh god it is phenomenal seriously it is an incredible game and i i had probably done about 50 to 100 runs of it runs generally last upwards of an hour 45 minutes to an hour and i finally completed it and it was it was such a satisfying feeling and experience it, that game is so good it is so good okay i need to check that out you need to check it out dude it is so good now you also mentioned, and this is, you mentioned that your time is fragmented and you've got to be able to pause and put it down after 15 minutes, but one of the other games you've been playing is a multiplayer game, which you can't pause in the middle of a match, Overwatch. Yeah, the matches last like five to 10 minutes. So it feels abbreviated enough in a way where if I want to play it, I can jump into a game, play it. And also the stakes are so low that I, I will just exit out of a game if I need to, which I have done plenty of times when playing that game. Much to, I mean, much to the detriment of my team, but frankly, I don't really care because I don't, I'm not taking that game super seriously. Like a game like Heroes of the Storm, where you sit down and you play for 45 minutes um, from like start to back, like I haven't been able to play that much at all. I've maybe played one or two matches in the entire time since Henry was born. And I was playing that game a lot. Yeah, you were. Well, all our friends were. I I haven't played. I don't think I've played Heroes of the Storm since you were a kid. And I love it. I love it. In the couple couple of games that I was able to play, it was excellent. But just there's just not there's not time for games like that. I was I like World of Warcraft expansion came out. I dabbled in that a little bit, only doing, you know, solo content where I wouldn't have to pay. I could like walk away from it. And I just got kind of bored with that um, because it's just not the same experience anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's games are different for me now, for sure. Yeah, that uh, I I understand what you're saying, and I'm looking away because I'm just pulling up uh, a uh, quick little uh, spreadsheet because we got a, a comment in the chat from Stargate Pioneer. I think John's hair is levels better than Cody's hair for once. John is truly the better Game Life Balance Australia podcaster. So there you go. You are the better Game Life Balance Australia podcaster. I mean, that's like. The, that's like being the least smelly piece of poop. I mean, that's... <laughs> it's not really... 
I will say, if you want a true video game podcast experience that is not likely to disappear randomly for four to six months <laughs> at a four time, six months, you should you should check out Game Life Balance Australia. They're Game awesome. Life Balance Australia, which, by the way, and they, they were on episode I don't know, like twenty or something, and we were in our episode forties, so we had we were way more in the can. This is now episode fifty six of our podcast, and they're on episode seventy one. So they have lapped us. Hey, a quality f- over quantity, baby. Uh, is, that, is that how that works? That's I will how, say that is la- how that, no. I will say the last couple episodes of our podcast was really good. The ones where I interviewed somebody that and you weren't on them. Oh, and I wasn't there? Yeah. It's weird. I thought all of those episodes were the worst. Those are pretty good. I, I didn't want, actually listen to them. I want to... Uh, I want to mention quickly before I talk about the games I've been playing, because I've got a minute. Uh, Game Life Balance Australia has been putting out episodes very consistently every two weeks, all year round. They don't get tripped up like we do by having babies and things. Their most recent episode is episode 71, The Adventures of Peppers the Wonder Horse. In this episode, Red Dead Redemption 2 is out, and it's all Rob can think about. But before the boys take a deep dive into discussing that hot new release, they need to discuss the Vectrex, our featured console for this episode. If you haven't listened to the show, AC just has this, like, closet of of video game consoles that there are only four copies of in the world. Well, well AC has a pipeline to Japan where all of these old, old, out of... Uh, you know, out of print count consoles exist. Like they exist at these, at these mom and pop used video game stores up there, and and some of the bigger used video game stores in Japan as well. But like that is where they go. That is where old consoles go. I'm if you lose sure... an old console, if you throw an old console away, it ends up in one of these Japanese stores. I'm pretty sure that they have done entire episodes just making up the console and game mm-hmm. they're reviewing, and no one is the wiser. Back, I mean, back in the console crash of the 80s, right before that crash happened, like, every company had some sort of video game console. Every single electronics company was making one and putting it out. So it makes sense that there's all these really obscure ones out there. All right, well, whatever you say... Uh, traitor. I thought we were in America. I thought this was Game Life Balance. U.S. corporate power. Capitalism. You're wearing a Nintendo shirt. That's a Japanese company. It is. It's pretty good. Yeah, no, but it's, it's a Nintendo New York shirt. It doesn't, so, it's, but it's it's a Japan. It's a. It, listen, it doesn't matter. It's a Japanese uh, American shirt. You it's could a say Japanese. It's sure. All right. Japan. And one other quick commercial break for commercials we're not getting paid for but that's fine on the official gonna geek show gonna geek.com show number 261 gonna talk fall 2018 tv shows fall 2018 tv is in full swing i wouldn't know i don't do television and fellow gonna geek network member michelle ely joins the crew to discuss their thoughts on what they've seen so far they'll talk the new the good the bad and the ugly and you can check out this and more in the official gunnageek.com show, which is a great show, which I've been listening to again. It, like, stopped appearing on my podcast app for, like, a month. But I listened to so many shows, I didn't realize it until, like, a month and a half later. And then I'm like, Stephen, where is your show? Yeah. And now it's just back. Um, are you watching any fall TV, Jonathan? Uh, I'm a young Sheldon. I'm not a young Sheldon fan. I, I'm not watching any fall TV at all. Casey and I... Over the summer, watched every episode, well, over the year, watched every episode of Star Trek, the original series. That's an undertaking. (laughs) That's an undertaking. I've only seen a couple episodes, like a handful of episodes of that show. 
They they are they are a product of their time is what I would say about them. What I would say having watched now every episode is that the quality varies dramatically. Yeah. There are nights where cuz this was Casey's idea um, for a little background, and after this little Star Trek tangent, we'll get back to games. Um, for a little background, at our wedding, Casey's dad threw tribbles at us during his toast. This was all part of an elaborate pun that I'm not sure I even remember exactly. But that happened, and now we have all these tribbles, literally, like that were being thrown at us that somehow I caught, and I'm not very hand-eye coordination good goodness mm-hmm. good goodly i'm not mm-hmm. goodly at the hand-eye coordination somehow caught them thus not knocking wine into me or my my bride which was a minor miracle impressive sure we ended up with and triples as stargate pioneer mentions in the chat triples procreate extensively this is true so we ended up with all these tribbles, and Casey has no idea what they are. So I'm like, we got to watch The Trouble with Tribbles. The Trouble with Tribbles is the original series Star Trek episode where the Enterprise encounters these aliens called Tribbles, and they're literally just little furballs. They're, ger- they're gerbils. They're, they're, they're gerbils. Sure. So I showed her the episode, and immediately after the episode, because it's a funny episode, she's like, that was amazing. I want to watch it again. Because Casey loves old cinema and old television and the old timey stuff with that like kind of cute quirky charm and so we watched a couple other ones and just happened to pick good episodes and then we just decided to watch them all so we watched them but it would be like you know we would get home from a long day of work or it'd be a friday and we're like all right let's unwind with an episode of star trek sometimes it would be wildly entertaining and casey loved it and we would talk about the funny antics and spock had good lines other times it would we were be like, horribly racist this is horrifying <laughs> yeah this is horrifying there's it, yeah. you know honestly the racism is only prevalent in one or two episodes it's yeah. it's by and large pretty conscious it's the sexism that is just sure yeah unbelievable i mean like I mean, kirk kirk had sex with everything so that's a misnomer he only hooks right? up with like six girls in this series I mean, he at least flirted with many of them then. Yeah, well, well, what gets me is, like, they'll have an ambassador that they'll have to escort from one world to another to, you know, sign some international peace treaty. And she'll she'll transport onto the pad, and McCoy will be like, like, Kirk will say, like, oh, I'm Captain Kirk. And he's, like, giving, you know, flashing his beautiful eyes at her, and it's got an extreme close-up. And then she'll say something like, it's nice to be aboard, Captain. And McCoy will be like, well, it's always nice to have on board a beautiful woman like you. And like that's an actual thing that happens regularly. McCoy is a total sleazeball, um, but they'll all just talk to women like that, like women in power. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Um, feminists, I wouldn't recommend Star Trek, the original <laughs> series. But if you are curious about our thoughts, Casey and I decided to blog about uh, about our favorite and least favorite episodes. So there's 79 original series episodes. And we didn't have this intent in mind. We were just going to watch it for fun. And then like two-thirds of the way through, Casey's like, we should do something with all this, all this input. We should output something. It's like, all right, that's, that's a very Casey thing to say. And so we, made, we started listing our favorite, least favorite episodes. And our list ended up being 40 episodes, which is so half of them, more than half the show. Um, and we, def- we, we 
tweaked them a little bit and we messed around and then we're like, well, we can, we can do four different lists. We can do top 10 most entertaining episodes just for sheer entertainment, top 10 worst episodes, top 10 most thought provoking episodes. So they're, they're good, but not necessarily like, like, you know, they're good sci-fi. There's sure. good allegories and symbolism and things. And then the top 10 most, we're not sure what to do with this episodes. And that was the kind of stuff where it would be like, the central theme is that racism is really bad, but then the answer to solving a certain planet's problems is genocide. Sure. And you're like, I, is that worse than racism or better? <laughs> right? It's like, it's like there's something good here and it's maybe interestingly done, but then something highly problematic happens. So we're doing that on my website, CodyGoff.com. It's just my first and last name.com. And uh, we were going to do them weekly, but just like this podcast, we've been busy. So yeah, every month or so, we're releasing a, a new one. But you can like subscribe and get email updates on CodyGoff.com if you want to look for new, uh, new updates and stuff. So that's, that's, that's the fall TV little tie-in with, uh, with the GuineaGeek.com show, which you should check out. Um, and I have one more thing to plug before I talk about video games. I know we're like 20 minutes past when I said I had to stop. Mm-hmm. That's because I thought Casey would be home and we had to eat dinner, but apparently I've got another 10 minutes or so. I know this you're really, tired. If you really have... late for dinner. I don't, know how, I don't know how you do it. Uh, me neither. Me neither. Are you on Discord, John? Yeah. I Did mean, you... I'm not, I do not actively use it. I know of it. I have it downloaded, but I have no. I have nothing. I have no reason to use it right now. There's How would nothing. you describe Discord? It's a way to engage with gr- uh, groups, generally in the gaming scene, uh, like to kind of play games with them mostly. But then also, it has kind of expanded beyond a game playing app app and is now like a we want to talk about similar interests type type app as well as like organizing with communities that we like, like um, a lot of like, if you listen to a specific podcast, they may have a discord channel where you would be expected to kind of like hang out there and talk about the podcast or interact with the creators of stuff. Funny. You should say that. And by chat, you mean it's a, it's a chat room basically. Yeah. But but it, but it but it can use voice, right? Yes, I mean, like it's yes. a live chat room, but you can actually talk if you would like. Yeah, there are text channels and audio voice channels and voice channels. So right. you don't have to be on voice. You can turn off your mic and everything, right. and you can just use it like an AOL instant messenger chat room. Well, there's a dated reference, like a, like a group chat. Yeah. Anyway, uh, funny you should say that about the Discord uh, because one Cody Goff had the bright idea that the Gonna Geek Network should have no. its own Discord no. server. No. No. Yes. Maybe. No. Perhaps. I don't, be- I don't believe it. There is a Gunna Geek Discord server. I have no idea how to find it. <laughs> Discord. Uh, so, yeah, that's the other thing is I, I don't know how to use it. Right. <laughs> so, like, we, well, I, like, I was, like, poking around on it. And I was like, all right. So, I, you know, I've got some communities that I follow online, like we all do. Um, I'm gonna like join their Discord channel, and you go on there, and it's like na- like punch in the address of the of the server, and it's not like what you'd think it would be, right? So it's not like our Discord server would be Discord colon 
going to geek network. It's going to be something totally different than that. So you're doing it wrong by not telling people how to get there. Yeah, look, I don't know how to get there. Just go to gunnageek.com. I'm sure there's a link. I'll put a link in the show notes of this podcast as well. There will be ways to find it. I have no idea how to get there. But there is a Discord server, and in in these – they call it a server, but that's it's just basically like the – the group, right? So there's a Gunna Geek server yeah. I'm on. There's a Wisecrack server I'm on, yeah. all this stuff. Um, and in those, there are several uh, text and voice channels. There is a text channel for each podcast on the Gunna Geek network, including ours. So long story short, if you're a fan of this show and you want to interact with you me should, especially and may, maybe John, if he... Uh, no, I didn't I know you were... I feel like we talked about it, uh, but maybe I, I might have dropped the ball. I'll, I'll create an instant invite for you, John. How's that? Great. That's a Why great idea. Why am I looking idea. on my phone and doing it? I use, I use it. The, my, the, the, the cool thing is, I, so I have a MacBook at work, and I have the Discord app installed on my MacBook, and I've got two monitors at work, so I've always got it up on the second monitor. So I, I engage pretty, pretty regularly, actually. Um, what, what is your Discord name? Listen, we can maybe discuss all this later. Uh, all I know is that it is complicated, I just sent it to you in the chat on the sidebar. There you go. But there yep. is a game well life done. balance uh, chat room. It's like inactive because we're just telling you about it now. But you know, join up, talk to us about games. And there's a channel for all the other podcasts on the Gun and Geek Network, so you can like talk TV and movies and Marvel stuff. And it's it's like a cool thing. I don't know if they have it in Australia, so I just made one room for game life balance. It's not U.S. or Australia specific. Sure. So. If the if our Australian colleagues and our sister show in Australia are going to be on there, that'd be cool. But uh, I don't know. I don't even know if anybody would have told them about it. <laughs> well done. <laughs> yeah. So you get for being in the future, Australia, because they are. Man, if you, speaking of Australia, I really want to really want to go to New Zealand. Do you know why? Sheep? No, I can get those here. But not New Zealand sheep. Sure. Any other guesses? You own a pair of Velcro gloves? For the sheep? I'd like to go to New Zealand because this past Saturday, I spent my entire day participating in a 12-hour Lord of the Rings marathon. Movie. Which is crazy. And for anybody that knows you, you would be like the last person anyone would expect to do something like that in high school my entire history with lord, of the, with lord of the rings is i saw the first movie hated it and made fun of lord of the rings for the next 12 years of my life sure that's my history then earlier this year my wife and my sister and a couple people wanted to start a lord of the rings book club so i was like all right i've tried to read the hobbit i hated it Let's try this Lord of the Rings thing. Loved it. You Now, you don't like Tolkien particularly, right? I don't. All right. Well, I found that I do. I think that the books are exceptional. Uh, absolutely loved them. So it's like, all right. Then the ladies suggested a movie marathon. All right. Let's, all right. We read all the books. So we talked about the books. Let's watch the movies now. All right. Let's, let's give this another shot. Let's see if I like them now. So we watched the first movie. Turns out, first movie still sucks. Like, really bad. It's a bad movie. We're talking Fellowship, right? Fellowship of the Ring is a bad movie. Sure. Then we watched The Two Towers. 
It was new for me, so there was some novelty there. It's nice to see some things. Two Towers is basically a hour and forty-five minute battle scene. Yeah, I enjoyed. I enjoyed the movies actually. I enjoyed All Fellowship even. I did. Yeah. No. Um, the the extended I the extended cuts were just too much for me. They were just too long. But I liked the movies when I saw them in the theaters. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we watched extended or not. We just had DVDs that said extended edition, so we think it automatically played that. But if we have they no were idea. four hours long each, they were probably the extended cuts. They were pretty long. Yeah. Except we didn't have the extended third one, The Return of the King, hmm. which is unfortunate because that's the best one. So Return it's of the all- King, good. Okay, that was a good movie. Other two were really bad. I don't like the Lord of the Rings movies. We've solidified this. I'm glad I watched them. I recommend reading the books. Give them a shot. Uh, come here for your hottest Tolkien takes, everybody. That is, I don't know if you've heard of him, J.R.R. Tolkien, uh, very famous author. He wrote some books. What's weird is that Game Life Balance Australia has had this weird prescient presence in my life. So this is the last anecdote it has to do with Lord of the Rings. So my Lord of the Rings book club slash movie club is my sister and Casey and a couple other girls. And they are now playing Dungeons and Dragons with me because after LOTR, they're like, well, we well, never, I mean, guess what Dungeons and Dragons was right. Like what its origin was. Right. right? Of course. Of course. Yeah. Um, one of them mentioned, I've never played Dungeons and Dragons. And then one, my friend Allison is like, Ooh, I have, that would be fun. Has anyone in blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so I start dungeon mastering a thing. But like this, the week we were going to play Dungeons and Dragons on Game Life Balance Australia, they talked about a Dungeons and Dragons coin op arcade game, which we love those games. Oh, yeah. You're talking about like the the Mystere one. Shadows the... of Mystara and yeah. uh, the other the two the tower one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, those are awesome arcade games. They are awesome. But AC talks about his horrible experience playing Dungeons & Dragons growing up because there were never any good dungeon masters and it was all about numbers and all this other stuff. But I was like, well, that's funny. He's making fun of this thing I'm about to do. Now, rewind to like two months before that. I I interviewed the lead developer of Pro Wrestling X, which is this like legendary... It's the last episode of this podcast. You can go look it up. Uh, It's just like video game that's been in development for essentially 10 years some people are trying to re- to create like the best wrestling game ever and the, like the day before i recorded this interview ac went on and on because he found a used i don't know how he can't this is like what ac does ac will just be like like you know he'll be like rob what'd you do this week oh well i punched a kangaroo in the face okay and then rob says well what'd you do ac and he'll be like well i stopped by this shop in japan and i picked up 83 video games and 19 consoles that uh came from this company you've probably never heard of then i built an arcade cabinet and put seven TVs in it and then wire them all together so this week we'll be reviewing what happens when you use a Nintendo 64 controller on a GameCube that is running on PS2 hardware and it's like that's their show it's great check it out but he literally had somehow come across a copy of Wrestlemania 19 for the GameCube which is which is spelled Wrestlemania X9 because WWE. I don't remember that. I'm sure that was terrible, though. It is the worst wrestling game possibly no, ever made. No, it's not the worst ever made. It, it is. It's it's raw, right? It's 
It's attitude. You mean attitude, no mercy? Yeah. It's yeah. war zone. No, no, no. War zone and attitude were fine. They were bad. They were not fine. They were awful. Dude, this game, WrestleMania 19, is I'm gonna have the to look worst I'm gonna have to wrestling look game. I'm telling you. So randomly, he gets this game and t- talks crap about it on his podcast and starts tweeting at me and insists on their podcast, this is probably the best wrestling game ever made. Everyone loves wrestling games. I kid you not. Like the first, and you'll hear this if you listen to the episode, the first thing that the guy says, the, the lead developer of Pro Wrestling X, the first thing he says is, yeah, you know, a couple great games came out, then we expected something wonderful, then WrestleMania 19 came out, and everyone was furious because it's the worst wrestling game ever made. That's and weird. I just thought that was funny because, uh, yeah, they're just timing, man. It's funny. I see you're flagging because you're a parent, and... I told you we'd be done a half hour ago, which was a lie. You mentally prepared most, for like most most times when we record. This is this is very standard. I feel like for a recording of Game Life Balance US, I'm sad, and I really think we should record next week as well um, because there's a lot that I want to talk about in terms of in terms of actual video games, and I really want to hear about your thoughts about things like Axiom Verge, which we didn't get to. Yeah, and uh, I, I said I'd talk about games, but I, I won't now. But as John mentioned, I'll, I'll tease for future episodes um i played all of time spinner a side scroller that i backed on kickstarter i've played a lot of 20xx it's kind of my go-to with russian john who's been on this show before we play that a lot and yeah. we still have not beaten it and i want to i want to actually talk about that because i've never actually heard like a description of that game oh so man i can't wait i know i want to talk about that and also axiom verge as john mentioned um i was going on a trip I went to Belize on my honeymoon for four days. That was nice. We were on a little island. I just stared at water mostly for four days, and it was nice. But I wanted a Nintendo Switch game for the plane ride because I hadn't played games in a while, and I asked Hollow Knight or Axiom Verge. I don't remember. No, no, Axiom Verge was on sale for like 10, it was like 30 cents off or something. So I went with that. Because the thing with Switch games is like, you can get either of those games on Steam sales probably for five or six bucks off basically any time, as long as you're patient. Nintendo Switch games don't go on sales like that. So like you're paying the full 15 bucks for either of those. And, uh, but I really wanted a game and I had some credit from like some old gift cards I had traded in or whatever. So I went with axiom verge and um it is a masterpiece that i will talk about in a future episode yeah i'm excited i'm excited did you end up completing it i did i did we'll there talk was about one it. part we'll where i got it. stuck and i you know i just looked it up I, I just went on game facts i was like what do you do after you get this item and it was it was just a dumb thing i missed but i was it was very annoying um yeah and, i can't wait, you know, to, I can't wait that, to talk to you about it oh because i remember yeah uh yeah we'll talk about it well we're at that age where like if you're stuck somewhere and it's not fun, like we don't have time to just like agreed run around an entire map for you know ad nauseum. So agreed. and of course I've still don't worry. Next time I'll talk about Stormblood because yes I am still playing Final Fantasy fourteen. I now have two level seventy character classes: white mage and black mage. Wow. I have a level seventy DPS and a level seventy healer and a level sixty one tank. That you're going mean for one of each. You're going for one of each. I, you know, maybe we'll see. I don't know, but um, I'm still enjoying that, but with reservations. So, um, yeah, many more games to come. I'm glad that you're back in the swing of things. I am. We will endeavor to get more episodes out soon. Um, I was, I had a tentative crossover with Game Life Balance Australia. We might do later this month, but I think my schedule is not going to permit that. But 
John and I will we'll uh we'll get back on the get back on the saddle. We are on that's not I don't think that's a thing they say. We'll get back on the saddle next to each other with me riding in Shotgun. You're riding shotgun. I want to ride in the back. Shotgun on a horse. Facing backwards, like in Mario Kart Double Dash, so I can throw the red shells behind me. It's an underrated game. It is. It's one of my favorite Mario Karts. It it actually is my favorite Mario Kart. Is it? It might be my favorite Mario Kart. It is. It's my favorite Mario Kart. I'm going to revise what I said and say that it's my favorite Mario Kart, and it was my favorite Mario Kart first. I just want to say to everybody... It's, it's, you know, it's been a while since we've done this. Thank you for listening to the Game Life Balance US podcast, the American edition of the Game Life Balance podcast. If you had fun, then tell one friend about our podcast. That is all we ask. You can learn more about Game Life Balance, including our sister show in Australia, at gamelifebalance.us, or check out Game Life Balance and lots of other geeky shows on the Gonna Geek Network at gonnageek.com. Also, join us on the Discord server. I don't know. If you know can how. figure out how. Yeah. <laughs> And what's the last thing we do before we go every episode? Is this gonna is this like a Rick and Morty reference? Are you am I supposed to say wubba lubba dub dub? No. You're on camera. Go. Do it. Wait. Stand up and drop your pants. Oh, we're still doing that? Yep. I'm a married man now. Been married. Can't do it anymore. Wubba lubba dub dub! <laughs> <laughs>